Welcome to Happy House Families Podcast with your hosts, Morgan and Sandy. We are here to be an easy resource for families on the go and who aspire to create more joy within their families. Morgan is a special education teacher with a master's in education. Sandy is a consultant who also has her master's in education and has worked with families for over 20 years. Both of your hosts have a vast experience working with neurotypical and neurodiverse children. Welcome to the show. Hi everyone, welcome to Happy House Families. This is Sandy. And this is Morgan. And today we are going to talk about rumors. Oh gosh, I remember like this happened a lot. I was going to say in elementary school and high school, but even as an adult, adult yeah, it happens. It doesn't end actually. I know, it doesn't. No, it's unfortunate. And then whenever I say, hear the word rumors, I just think of that Adele song. Would you like to sing it for us now? (laughs) No, not today. I'll save you guys that. (laughs) Oh, well, you know, I think we would like to hear you sing the song. And when I say we, I mean me and the rest of the world. I actually got to hear Morgan sing some of it earlier, so. Yeah, she was very lucky. (laughs) Um, All right, getting back to rumors uh, is, so this is something that is very important. And as Sandy and I were just saying that it's not necessarily specific to age. Um. You know, it could happen into adulthood as well. And so we really just want to make sure that we don't raise kids who spread rumors and are kind of, you know, Who participate in that. Exactly. Yes. The the mean girl kind of, I'm just thinking of that movie, whenever I hear just rumors, you know, like you don't want to raise kids like that. Exactly. Oh my gosh, it causes so much drama, obviously. Yeah. Yes. I've had rumors like spread about me. Like, not, obviously, I was going to say not good ones, but come on. Like, like, <laughs> has, like good rumors spread about them. But, um, yes, they're not fun no. to have. And it's also very disappointing when they come from people that you thought were your friends. So, for example, like, if your child, um, I would, last year I was working with a little girl, and there were rumors about her being spread. And it really hurt her when she found out who was spreading them. Like, some of the people that were talking behind her back were people that she thought were her friends. And it was incredibly devastating for her to have that type of betrayal and it was mind-boggling she had no idea why her friends would be talking behind her back and they were trying to um climb the you know an air quotes social ladder at the school they Mm -hmm. wanted to be with the popular girls and um sometimes children don't realize that when they're participating in rumors they they don't understand the sadness that they're causing for the person that they're speaking about. Yeah, so first what's really important is to kind of develop help your kids develop empathy. Because a lot of the times it might kind of seem fun to participate in rumors and gossip and that sort of thing, but really just talk to your kids about how they would feel if these types of rumors were spread about them. Um, and so that can just kind of help foster compassion, you know, compassionate and being empathy. Mm-hmm. And um, that sentence didn't make sense as a teacher, and it just came out to be <laughs> compassionate. And it, okay. <laughs> Sorry, my brain isn't completely working right now. Um, But anyway, to circle back, uh, yes, developing empathy, kind of teach them the golden rule. Exactly. I like that one. It's a good one. Yes. And also, just to go back even, like, even before that, we have to identify what is a rumor. Some Mm -hmm. kids don't know what a rumor is. So we do have to identify, you know, rumor is a piece of information that is not true, that is going to cause harm and distress for somebody yes right yeah their self-confidence and damage their self-esteem exactly yes and then now rumors even happen 
you know, through text messages and things like this. So it's a whole different thing. When we were younger, or when I was younger, um, it was, you know, kids talking or passing notes in the classroom. And now it becomes even more widespread with text messages and messaging. And and a little bit more permanent, too, because it could just be on the internet, on Facebook, or mm-hmm. whatever, social media, and it's kind of harder to erase. Exactly. Um, so that makes it more difficult. So if that were to happen, hopefully it's not going to happen, but chances are it might happen in some form, mm-hmm. you can take it to the source. If you can find out where the source is coming from, it's good to go and have a conversation with this person mm-hmm. or people about the rumor. Um, and this is also a good way for your child to learn to stand up for themselves. And when you do this, what typically happens is people back off because they realize that there's going to be a consequence and there's going to be a conversation. And most people don't want to have the conversation. Yeah, the confrontation. Exactly. And there's a reason why they're doing it behind your back, right? You know? So. Yes. Yes. Um, so next is... Uh, So we want to teach our kids to think. And so that is an acronym for when they hear a rumor, this is kind of what they can do. So uh, they can use the acronym THINK. So T would be, is this true? H is, is it helpful? Um, I is, is it inspiring? N is, is this necessary? And then K would be, is this kind? And so when they hear uh, a rumor or some gossip, they should go through the go through the word think and s- check off if it, this is true or not. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, then they should just stay quiet and not pass on the rumor um, or maybe go and try and talk to the source about it. Um, if it does pass the test, then then it doesn't qualify as a rumor. Exactly. Um, so next what we could do is also when kids are hearing rumors, because we cannot shield our kids from what goes on at school and what kids are saying to one another, but we can give them strategies to kind of deal with it in the moment. So one thing that's really important is to kind of teach your kids that silence is golden. So to not pass it along. Mm-hmm. So maybe they do hear something and they don't want to confront the person either because they don't want to get into trouble. And so they can just kind of keep quiet about it if it's not something that is uh, super hurtful um, just so that they are not perpetuating the rumor. Exactly. Um, and another thing is to... that they could redirect. They yes. could maybe even redirect the conversation when they're with people that are spreading rumors. Mm-hmm. That would be a great thing for them to do. Just redirect the conversation to something else that is, you know, of a better, happier nature. That yes. way no one's going to get devastated. Um, And this is something that I think parents should have a conversation. I shouldn't use the word should, but I highly suggest that you have conversations with your children about, you know, that you are a safe person for them to go to, to bring up these different concerns, Um, because some rumors are, like, incredibly horrifying. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if a child hears these rumors and they're not sure who they can share it with and they don't want to spread it, but they're holding what they think is a secret... If your child knows that they can come to you to talk about it, that would be great. Yeah, so they have a safe space so they can better kind of deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
one thing is also to teach them to tackle rumors kind of head on. So maybe address the problem of rumor spreading, just kind of saying to the person who is gossiping and rumoring, like, oh, I don't, I'm trying to stay away from this. I don't really, this doesn't seem kind of a kind thing to say about someone. Mm -hmm. So this is just one of the many strategies that they can use. Exactly. And also, this is another conversation about even self, you know, evaluating who their friends are. Mm -hmm. You know, do they want to you know, hang out with other children who are spreading rumors, who are being, who are purposely causing um, somebody else grief. And also just letting your child know that every behavior does have a purpose. So sometimes when these children are spreading rumors, they're wanting to feel better about themselves because they want to have the one-up feeling mm -hmm. or they want to be able to feel in their mind that they have control over somebody or they have... Or they're deflecting something exactly. that's going on with them and they're putting it on to someone else. Exactly. So ha having a conversation with your kid about maybe why this is happening too mm -hmm. so they kind of understand. Yes. Um, and then how do you feel about your students? If this were happening in your classroom, would you want your students to like write a note to you about it or come up to you and talk about it? Because I know some kids are afraid to even tell an adult. Mm -hmm. So there should be maybe even a safe way for them to bring the information to a teacher or to I know a lot a of teachers nowadays, we have Google Classroom. And mm -hmm. so you can kind of email the teacher directly so no one even needs to know. You could do a note. Uh, mm -hmm. You can stay in a recess or passing period or whatever it may be. There's a lot of different options. Uh, to kind of make it more anonymous or on the sly, so to speak. And now I know my school is implementing this and a lot of schools across the nation are. We're having meetings, we call them morning meetings, and you kind of address things in a, a big picture way and so that you kind of help kids deal with strategies all together uh, so everyone's kind of on the same page, but that's more of like a, a school-wide thing. Um, I'm glad that's happening. Yeah. That's great. No, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happens if your child is a person that's starting, causing the rumors, starting the rumors? Yes. So that's a whole different dialogue. Mm -hmm. So if your child is somebody that is starting rumors, it's important to sit down and have a conversation with them. And at first this might sound counterintuitive, but you want to create a space where they can share why it's happening. Because obviously they're doing it for a certain reason. And if you start off very punitive, they may not feel safe to share why they're doing this type of behavior and um, and they can also always turn to a school counselor as well. Exactly and you might find out that they're the reason why they're doing this is because something that's going on with them and so it just might be kind of a cry for help and so maybe it go into that conversation thinking that instead of just getting as uh, Sandy said very punitive and angry uh, I know we might be upset because none of us want our children to be gossipers or, you know, spreading rumors about one another, uh, but there probably is something going on, and so we just really want to address the real problem, um, and so making sure that your child feels comfortable and safe or has someone that they feel comfortable and safe to talk to is very important. Exactly, and then this would be a good time to use a dyad. I know we talked about this, like, in one of our earlier podcast. Mm -hmm. So once again, a dyad is two people and you ask three questions and whatever yes. your child says, all you can say is thank you. And once again, they are, the dyad goes like this. Number one, tell me something you like about me. And then you would answer and then you say thank you. The second question is tell me something you think we've agreed upon. The child will answer, you say thank you. And then the third one, which is the revealing question, tell me something you would like for me to understand about you. Um, with some of the kids I work with, I'll say, tell me something you want me to understand that's happening at school. 
like I'll even tweak it that way and I'll get pieces of information as to what's happening at school. So this is how I find out like who's being bullied, who the bullier is. Because sometimes the kids I'm working with, they're, they don't want to tell their parents because they don't want to cause a big scene at school. They don't want the parents to go to the teachers, but they need to be able to express this information to somebody. And they know that if they tell me and the only thing I'm going to say is thank you, they're more willing to give the information. So then I hold on to that piece of information and when the time is right, go back and address it. Um, so you could also do a dyad. So even if you do a dyad with your child, I would say maybe like once or twice a week, it also keeps your bond and your communication open mm -hmm, so that idea. they'll be willing to have this conversation with you. And it's important to remember to have an open conversation with your child on a weekly, daily basis, not only when something big happens, whether your child... Or something's wrong. Or when something's wrong, exactly. Because then they see, oh, I have to talk to mom or dad now as being a punitive thing rather than, oh, this is, this is just what we do. We share all our feelings. Because mm -hmm. you want to be somebody that your child could share all their feelings with. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's very true. And so just kind of check-ins every single day when it's good or when it's bad, and all of the above. Exactly, one thing that you can do is at the end of the day, you can say, tell me what the rose is of your day, and tell me what the thorn is of your day. So with some of the kids I see on a weekly basis, we start the session with tell me what your, the rose of your week was, and tell me what the thorn was. Um, and it's very revealing, and because they're in the habit of doing it with me, they know that they share both the positive and the negative, so they understand that's part of the work that we do together. So as a family, if you do that every night, that would be great. And you could also share your rose and your thorn with your child as well, mm -hmm. so that they also see that everybody at every stage of life, we have roses and we also have thorns, Morgan. Yes, that's true, Sandy. I know. Uh, <laughs> yes, so um, that are, those are our tips for going over rumors and stopping gossiping in its tracks. Um, and so thank you for listening. Uh, please subscribe to our podcast on whatever you listen to your podcast on. Um, and check us out on Facebook or our website. And please share any podcast that you think may help a friend as yes. well. Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening. To contact Sandy and Morgan, check out happyhousefamilies.com or email at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out their Facebook page to join the community. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate us. It helps the show be discovered more easily and help more people.